Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the Real View Universe, the full sports press podcast proudly brings to you the wrestling podcast live from Yokozuna Sumo Dojo, the 808s, and Chair Shots. I am your host, Hill Billy Jeff, and I am joined as always by Neat Goldberg. Neat, say what's up to the people. Yo, yours is doing well. I'm hillbillies now. What's up with you in this real obsessed with hillbillies? <laughs> Come on, man. You, you had to love hillbilly gym growing up, man. You just had to. No, no, no. I'm talking about you. What are you trying to say, man? What are you talking about? So much you in these hillbilly things. Is that is that a national thing? You know what? You know what? <laughs> They're wrong. Let that run. We all can't be from the land of the mains like you. You know what I'm saying? You just, you just, you just gotta, just gotta rub it in. You feel me? But it's cool though. Well, I, did, I mean, I didn't mean that. I'm just saying, like you, you this. I mean, it works. It combines. You know what? Where, where can they find your social media? Forget out Just where can they find your social media? You find me on social media on Twitter and on IG under Nacho Main Neek. All right. All right. And they can find me at J Easley 84 across all social media platforms. And you can find the show on Instagram and the Facebook at 808s and Chair Shots. Neek, tell them about the Twitters. And on Twitter, we're known as 808s Chair Shots. No and because Twitter has a character limit on names. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter got some. I don't know. But and also <laughs> make sure you catch up with all the other podcasts on the Realville universe, such as on Monday mornings, we have the full sport press podcast. Myself, Jay Ho, Coach Locke, Weezy, and the cameraman give you the latest and greatest in sports, a recap of everything that happened to you the week prior. Also on Wednesdays, you got the on deck TV hip hop podcast with Animal Brown and Spike Lou. They give you a breakdown of the best hip hop news going. Then on Thursdays, you got us. They ain't always in chair shots, man. We're gonna give you your wrestling fix. You know, keep you keep you posting on what's going on. Make sure Roman Reigns and I here ruining the wrestling industry. And then wow. on, <laughs> on wow. Fridays, of course, you got FTA, fresh than your average. They give you your, your sneaker fix to keep you covered on what's going on in the sneaker and fashion world. And also just newly launched this week. Um, the, the Realville Patreon, man. We got different tiers. Head on over to Patreon slash Realville and sign up, man. You know, keep us, help us stay afloat doing this podcast and thing, man. You know, we out here, you know, trying to keep Neek from uh, doing the G train uh, for, for, for this for his side hustle and, and things like that or backflips on Bill Street as, as the Memphians do. So, First of all, <laughs> this is a pandemic going on around here. <laughs> Ain't no Bill Street flippers outside. Shit, you're a lie. You're a lie. <laughs> I have seen you on multiple Instagrams across this summer. So you are you are not telling the truth, sir. Bill Street is still open and people are still doing backflips down Bill Street. Also, there are two sets of Bill Street flippers. So which one do you think I'm talking about? Mm, I see. I'm not. A, I'm not a local, so I'm not sure. Aha. They're the same to me. They are they're the same, same to you, but it's two <laughs> different ones. <laughs> All right, man. Tell the people what we talk about this week. All right. Um, what we're talking about on the show today, looks like we have another thing with COVID and WWE. You know, yeah, that's you their, <laughs> Well, I mean, that's their favorite, their favorite tag team right there, WWE and COVID. <laughs> also, we have um, Hell in the Cell review. Okay. 
Also, I got a friend of mine asked me about some wrestling first, so I'm going to ask you about them. But first... All right. WWE was named the Corporation of the Year. I'm sorry, I said what? what what's going on here? What, what, tell me about this, Nick. Okay. So apparently, WWE was named the 2019 Corporation of the Year <laughs> by, exactly, I was, I was laughing at that too. Um, by PR News, by PR News, okay, which is basically, a, basically they got the PR News Corporation of the Year for CSR, which is the Corporate Social Responsibility and Nonprofits. Okay. Now, if you really, I mean, if you really think about it, you're saying to yourself, of all the people Talking about nonprofit, you're talking about the WWE? Nah. And that don't just, even sound right off gate. They just <laughs> celebrated their biggest profit this year because they weren't doing live shows. and Right. Okay. I mean, celebrate, celebrate <laughs> the most profits. And as you forgot, they dropped off 300 people. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. Man, it's a cold world out here, man. I'm just gonna tell you, it's a cold, it's a cold damn world out here, man. When you, you know, you gotta realize that when you when you work for one of these big corporations and they remind you, because somehow WWE is still named Corporation of the Year after after all of that. Right. And the only reason why I know about them being named Corporation of the Year was because of Stephanie McMahon. I'm pretty sure she tweeted it. And yeah, she tweeted it, talking about she was proud of the WWE community team and all their hard work to make the WWE 2020 Corporation of the Year at this year's PR News, CSR, and Nonprofit Awards. WWE's mission is to put smiles on faces, and it could not be done without the hard work and passion of this incredible team. I mean, man, we're good for them, you know. Uh, <laughs> if that's... If that's what they're going for, you know, and they took some PR hits, if if I can say this year too. But you know, obviously, no one seems to care about that. And, and speaking of one of their PR hits that they've taken, apparently their venues are being investigated as COVID hotspots, which makes it even worse for them winning this award. It has happened like almost hours later. Tell me about it, man. What's going on? <laughs> so WWE venues are being investigated for possibly being COVID-19 hotspots. So Amway Center, I mean, I mean Amway Arena, the Thunderdome. The Thunderdome. Full Sail University, a.k.a. the now, what is it? The C, whatever it's called. The CWC yeah. is one of the list of venues that are being investigated. Okay. So <laughs> so it's in Florida, and you know, Florida's been happy, <laughs> COVID happy all since it started here, so there's not a surprise. But they're investigating these these venues for what? 
I mean, I guess not clean, not cleanliness and just reported cases and, you know, just lack of, lack of giving a damn, I guess. Is that what we're saying? It's one of them things that they're invest, investigating to see if they're considered a super spreader area. That's basically what they're doing. They're going to several businesses. So they're not the only business on the list. When I'm saying you got a couple of schools on there, or Amazon Distribution Center, and a couple of um let me see what it says, a couple of fitness places too. So I guarantee you that Amazon is a cesspool because cesspool, because they don't care. Right. And I mean, you know, Amazon is coming in handy for all of us. So I'm, I appreciate everybody that's working there and going in and putting life on the line. But man, you hear some stories about what's going on in them distribution centers. Right. A whole huh. lot. I swear, man, I just want to wake up one day. I've been pretty, like, tolerable of the whole pandemic thing. Like, I've, I don't know about you, but I, I've, I've stayed in, you know, I've, you know not really... Uh, you know, my, my family, like, you know, just taking all the precautions that you want. Not that you want, you don't want to take any of these precautions, but taking all the precautions that you have to, right? And then you just read about crap like this and it's like, man, we're never getting out of this. <laughs> like, this sucks, man. Yeah, we're not. Like, we're not getting out of this because I literally saw somebody on IG posting a party. A whole party. I don't even want to talk about what Nashville is doing party wise because you know we, we wide open. Like club bank popping, hookah spots is just cracking, you know, you know, Broadway is back being Broadway. Like it just don't even matter at this point. And we just yeah. had the largest cases of of you know, largest hospitalization since the start. I mean, shoot, man, it's and it's starting to hit home, like, you know, and not to make this a sad podcast, because we're here to talk wrestling, but, you know, it's hitting people our age, you know what I'm saying? Right. right. <laughs> you know, it's hitting people our age now, man. This crap sucks, man. No one gives a damn, but anywho, back to wrestling, because I could talk about that all day long. Back to wrestling. So, they're investigating if it's possible COVID hotspots, and, um, what would you call it? Red zones? Is that what you call it? A super, super, super spreader area. Super spreader, yeah, yeah. So, go ahead. It says, here's a, a statement from the WWE. The WWE is not open to the public, but rather operating on a closed set with only essential personnel in attendance. As a part of ongoing, uh, ongoing weekly testing protocols, Adventist Labs have administrated more than 10,000 PCR tests to the WWE performers, employees, production staff, and crew, resulting in only 1.5% positive cases as compared to the current national average, which is more than 5%. Additionally, extensive contact tracing takes place and impact individuals are placed on a 14-day quarantine and and then they're only clear after they test negative. Mm. So they're saying that they're taking the precautions seriously. Of course, that's what they're saying. 
That's what I'm saying. So it was kind of like, I mean, you taking the WWE's word for this? Because <laughs> <laughs> we know not to take their word seriously. I just, I don't know, man. Like, they, they, they're doing it. I, I get it. You're doing the testing and you got to do the testing the right way. And I'm hoping that they're taking the proper precautions because, I mean, the last thing you want is for this crap to come out. And then next thing you know, they are a super spreader. And it's like, well, let's shut down wrestling. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, wrestling has been around. Wrestling didn't miss a beat. Like, they've been going since this stuff started, you know, and they didn't stop. So I'm not mad at them for that. It's just I want them to be cautious. <laughs> I want them to give a damn about people and take care of people and, you know, all that good stuff. But, you know, whatever, man, whatever. Let's let's just move on. There's a pay-per-view this weekend, uh, Hell in a Cell. Let's talk about it, man. This is breaking down. What, what, what are you looking at? You looking at the card? Yeah, I'm looking at the card now. I see it's four matches so far. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They they, they haven't announced a lot. If, if, it's, if it's me, I don't know, but I know we got <laughs> we got Drew and Randy again, again, again. Who wins this one? Let's move along to the other matches on. The okay, card. all right, all right. <laughs> Uh, I mean, at this point, it's like, come on, man. Can't think of nobody else at this point. We got to see this again. Mm-hmm. Is this the remix to the remix of the remix? Like, come on, man. Yeah. I just, at this point, I don't care no more. Just give me, let's find out who wins. Let's get this over with. And then we get a probably the match with the fame. Somebody gets a match with the fame. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on. Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. That's that's surprisingly good. Still, the the the, the rivalry, like the the in ring segments, Roman beating the crap out of Braun Strowman with a chair last week on SmackDown. Like that was weird, and you know trying to get Jay Jay to cross over and hit him with a chair. Um, it looks fun. Like, like it. They've somehow stretched this out to two pay per views. I don't think they can do it. What about you? Um, it wasn't the fact that they stretched it out. Is it that they stretched it out and it's actually good? Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Like, cause it looked kind of dry, you know. At one point, we was like, "Man, this is over with." It looked good at first, but now it looked kind of dry. Right. It had some moments, but then you were like, "Okay, well, now that the match is over." Okay, cool. We can see what they're gonna do now. But they bring it back, and it's been even better, and it's been built it up and everything. And it got Roman sounding like a um, mob boss and different segments. Yeah, and yeah. Getting, it's, it's just, it's, hey, they're doing their thing with this one. I'm shocked. I think we all are, man. I, and it, they have somehow found a way. I mean, don't get me wrong. Family feuds always write themselves, I guess. You know, and it's, and it's so many different ways that this can go to where, you know, you can, you know, you're giving Jay a chance to shine as a, as a, as a solo artist, solo, I'm sorry, solo wrestler, solo performer. Um, 
and, and then you know he's able to fall right back into with his brother when he comes back, or he's able to, you know, they're able to give Roman that stable if he needs it. Like this, this, this just writes itself. This is dope. This is this is awesome. I'm happy for it. And we have the third match of Bailey and Sasha. That's the one I'm she, looking for. But she didn't sign the contract. So what? what? Is she gonna sign it on Friday? Probably. Probably. Because uh, even though we want this match to, at another time, but we can get take this match now. Yeah, no, I mean it works now. And if if she doesn't sign it and they push it and they hold it off and they, and that's a part of it, that's creative. I don't know if people, I don't know if the fans will give them a chance to to play it out that way. But it's creative enough to where if she doesn't sign it and they don't have the match. And, you know, they push it off to – because, I mean, heck, it's already October. I mean, it's basically November at this point, like, if, we, if we're being honest. Like right. it's, it's basically November. Um, so, and Royal Rumble is January, right? Yeah. Right. So the Survivor Series comes up in November. The Survivor Series is in November, and they normally do, like, a little – like, a little right before Christmas – they do a little something, but they normally they just spin back around for the Royal Rumble. So they can they can hold this off if they do it right. If they do it right. I don't know. That's a good point. She didn't sign. And what was the fourth match? Um Jeff Hardy versus Elias. Yeah, well, well. Okay, I'm here. I'm here for Hill Elias. I'm here for it. I like it. Works. I, I appreciate him better when he's a heel. I don't want him, you know. You know, being a uh, baby face. With that being said, man, I don't give a damn about this. Like, <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, this car looking so so small right now, but you know, they'll give them two more days. Yeah, yeah, them, you know, you, you got give it. them Thursday, give them Friday. You know, and they got so matches. many different outlets to where they can announce matches on YouTube and Twitter and Twitches and the world and stuff like that. So. They have other outlets to announce matches that they use, so I'll I'll get them. I'll cut them some slack. I I don't know if you had a chance to see Raw this week. This isn't on the docket, but I just wanted to know if you had a chance to see Raw this week. I saw a little bit of it. They have pretty much ended retribution. Are we (laughs) we safe to say? Like it's pretty much over. I don't know. I don't know. You can always rebuild. Dog, you can't lose to the hurt business. Which is still the best thing going, you know. Business is booming. You can't lose to the hurt business. Then have Bray Wyatt break down each member one by one. I mean, but this that's the thing they set Bray Wyatt up to be though. I don't know. I'm cool with it. I, I'm you know, I'm the biggest Bray Wyatt fan you know since he was Husky Harris. But yeah. well, you know, Husky Harris getting it done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I've been here since he was Husky Harris, but. At the, at, with that being said, no nah, man, you you can't give me the the, the renegade, uh, anarchy starting, you know, T bar and slapjack, <laughs> and then they get their leader, and then they lose. Like, nah, man, no, nah, I'm good. Mm, I don't think they buried them yet. Hey man, you're more you're more optimistic than me, and I appreciate it because I'm telling you. I mean, the thing is, if they want to bury them. Dodger Copeland will get back to his old name by now. 
Yeah, that's a big dude too. Yeah. That's a big dude. He can be him and Dio pretty big. True. True. They just gave him bad names. Right. Slapjack. Yeah, Slapjack. T Bar. Retribution. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah. Terrible names. Terrible, man. It was terrible. But, you know, we're, we're going to be tuned in for Hell in a Cell. We're going to be, you know, live tweeting it. So make sure you listen, you know, tune in to us uh, uh, both. We're going to, you know, live tweet the show, right? You're going to be tuned in, right, Nick? As always. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tune in and probably make fun of some stuff. And Yeah. So, and can't wow. wait. Yeah, can't <laughs> wait to see how, how this plays out. Yeah, and four matches. I don't know if they're keeping it short like that. You know, they may only announce one, maybe two more. You know, take these down to like, uh, what's that? What's that called? NXT called uh, Takeover. Takeover style. Takeover had like four or five matches. Instead, no, Takeover goes like five matches, and the matches go fifteen minutes. Fifteen to thirty minutes per match. You're right. So maybe right. this maybe they're looking to do that, especially since you know they're short. You know, pay per views have been short since you know COVID. Pay per views have been extremely short. But let's just be honest here: Do we really want to see 15, 30 minutes of Jeff Hardy? Not heck no. I don't want to see nah. 15, 30 minutes of Elias. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I don't want to see four matches in the cell. That's the problem: is that it's hell in the cell, and they're doing three to four matches in the cell. Like, no, nah, I don't need that. In the cell, bright red cell. I want them to I want them to get rid of this pay-per-view. Like honestly. Like totally get rid of the pay-per-view. But I'd rather get rid of the cage. Get rid of the cell. Go back to regular color cell. I mean yeah, but even if you even if you keep it red and you only do it, you know, at WrestleMania or like when like I don't know. Like Jay and Roman could like like Bailey and Sasha deserve the sale. Right. Their feud deserves it. But that's the only one that's like that deter that really needs it. Cause Drew and Randy, like Drew has beat Randy twice already. Like, why are we doing this again? Because mm. if he beats Randy this time, I mean we really screwed because then we gotta have another match. It's like, God dang. Right. So that means we get four straight pay-per-view matches. Of that. Of that. Of that. Oh, Hopefully they didn't go against this man that much. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't. I don't see him losing to Randy because I do see, like you said, it being Drew versus The Fiend here pretty soon and The Fiend getting the belt. And, and there we are. And there we have it. But Right. All right, man. Let's get to my favorite part of the last couple of weeks. These questions you got for me. I, I need to hear them. What are we doing? All right. So, you know, I was chatting with a friend of mine. And, you know, he asked me, like, you know, since I'm a wrestling fan, he listened to the show. Okay. Shout, shout, shout out to, to Josh. Shout out to Josh. Uh, Thanks for listening, like, brother. So, I was like, uh, so he was like, so what is something, like, he just ran off some wrestling. Like, you know, what was your first blind? Blah, 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 blah. So. All right. All right, so what was your first wrestling match? Do you remember your first wrestling match? You want to see it. First wrestling match that I was that I saw live or that I was watching right. on TV? Saw live. In person. First, oh man. First in person was a house show 
at Municipal Auditorium in Nashville, if you know what that is. That's where, where before we had the arena, before we had the stadium, that was our big like place to go. Municipal Auditorium, there was a house show, and the main event was Undertaker versus, man, I want to say Ahmed Johnson. Ooh, oh, okay. That was a dark time. No, no, that's not true. Ahmed was not the main event, but he was one of the. This was back when he was like hot. When he was Pearl River Plunge, Ahmed, bright red trunks. Uh, yeah, Undertaker was the main event, and it was a. I want to say it was a cage match, but he definitely wrestled somebody like Jake the Snake or somebody like that. And Ahmed was like one of the hot acts too. So that was live. That was the first thing I see. First time I went live. That was um, six, going from sixth grade to seventh grade. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but mine was around sixth grade, seventh grade, I think probably sixth, seventh grade. And it was um, Memphis Championship Wrestling. Of course. So, for people that don't know, Memphis Championship Wrestling has been an outlet for a lot of wrestlers to come up. And so it's in like this old part of an old news, I mean, of a news station. Yeah. So they're not using that part. They get some some pull-away stands in there. Yeah. Like on three or four sides, have a little announced table, old school style with the, you know, it's not that much room for you to move. And the wrestlers just come out, you can pretty much touch them. How how close you are. So my first man, I mean my first, I think I'd say my first interaction was probably Jerry the King Lauren. They had an interview with him on the show. Okay. So he comes out with the crown or whatever, he's talking. You know, so that was my first interaction. But like the main event was him versus if I'm right Superstar Dundee, which is another Memphis wrestling guy. Um, so that was the main event that one. But get the crazy thing, yeah, I remember. Yeah, Dundee. Yeah, and the crazy thing about it, like two, like two Saturdays later, guess who pops up? Who's that? The Rock. Hmm, is my via? No, it was early before he became my beer. Ah, so he was just, he was there getting himself together. So, yeah. What was his name? Yeah. You remember what his name was? I can't remember his name, but I remember seeing his face and I was just like, wait a minute, the face looks familiar. And then, like, this is years after. So I was like, wait, 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 hold on. That was The yeah. Rock. Yeah, and it was around the time when he had up seven dollars in his pocket eating Subway in Memphis. So, makes sense. Yeah, he went to high school here in Nashville for like a little bit. He went to McGavick High School for a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, that whole road. Yeah, so that was my first one right there. Okay. Okay. So, what was your first big disappointment when it came to wrestling? Ah, oh, it's easy. <laughs> my first big disappointment was either it was either Undertaker costing Hogan the belt I think it was Survivor Series when he, he premiered the Survivor Series 
and he cost Hogan the belt, and then they had to do the Tuesday, this Tuesday in Texas, and then Hogan run it, won it right back. <laughs> but and that's right. So my pops, my pops' best friend had the you know I'm dating myself. I'm showing how old I am. But my pops' best friend, you 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 remember this, Nick? When when people had the cable boxes. The, the scrambler boxes. So you had all the channels on the box. So you didn't have to pay for pay-per-view. So we would go to his house every Sunday to watch the pay-per-view, whether it be WCW or WWF. You know what I mean? So I just remember that or WrestleMania six, Hogan lost the warrior. That was my first big disappointment. I think like I le- legit was like, pissed off that Hogan lost the warrior. Wow. Yeah. I know, man. I'm shamed. <laughs> As an adult, I'm ashamed of saying that, but that's that's the honest truth. It was Hogan Warrior. That is what it was. Hogan Warrior WrestleMania 6. Because that one, it felt like, even though looking back on it, I mean, it was Warrior, but that match felt like it was over with for Hogan. You know? But hmm. yeah, that was it. Oh, okay. Well, mine will happen to be the Montreal screwdriver. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be my first big disappointment because I was, I mean, like, I didn't okay. get to see it live. I didn't get to see it at first. But luckily, somebody recorded what was yeah. going on. So as soon as he recorded, he said, yo, you need to see this. I'm like, what are you talking about? You need to see this. And I literally remember watching it. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going down like this? Yeah. Yeah, it was nuts. And then I remember it was because, you know, then now, you know, as an adult, you get all the background story on it. And I was just like, Oh, okay. This makes sense. Yeah, this makes perfect sense. And one of our favorite rivalry, one of my favorite rivalries, were born from from this. Well, it's been born, but it it kind of got heated more because of this. Mm. And as Vince Russo <laughs> and Jim Cornette, <laughs> man, that hey, look, they're going to hate each other until they're ninety years old. Well, Ever. They're going to yeah. hate each other forever, man. Yeah. That's a beef that never ends. It's going to keep going. Yeah. You're right. For and no every reason. Rest, every wrestling fan knows it's going to keep going. And we love it because we, we, we all buy into it because we don't understand that they really are. See, they really hate each other and they really will fight each other. It's, it's right. It's hilarious. Okay. Right. So let me see. What was the last question he asked? Um, what was the feud that pretty much made you stuck on wrestling for, you say, I'm pretty much locked in for wrestling for life? Ooh, that's tough. Because it happened in state, because I think every wrestling fan cycles off for a little bit. Right. Like, like you watch, like, is there certain times in your life where you don't miss a Monday, you don't miss a Friday, you don't miss a, whatever the second show is, like, you don't miss anything. 
Then there's times where it's like, ah, I'll catch it when I can. And there's times where I ain't watching that crap. <laughs> right. Like I think like, all wrestling fans go through that. Yeah, like I'll be honest, those early two thousands, like when I was like, early two thousands, like two thousand three, two thousand four, two thousand five, when I was in college, I wasn't watching. I was not watching. Like I would I would see what was going on, but I was out of there. You know what I mean? I was watching, I was watching sparingly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you're in college and you know, we're like, yeah, I'm gonna go and watch Rod. They'd be like, oh, yeah. homegirl want to meet somewhere? I ain't going to tell you what I ain't going to watch. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. We were at the land to go in the sunshine, Nick, and it was right. a lot to do. And it was a lot to do up there. And, you know, so, you know, whatever. But, um, <laughs> like, yeah, I feel we we'll finish up this project. Wait, yeah. they doing what? Uh, I'm on the way. I'm on the way. On the way, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, I, to answer that question, man, I think it happened in, 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 in stages like um when i was a kid when i was a kid what sticks out to me a lot and this wasn't even like a big feud i don't think um but i just remember being like locked in on it was uh what's the guy's name man ah man i'm gonna be so bad i can't i can't think of this right now I was a big, big, big Ron Simmons fan, and I was a big, uh, big Van Vader fan. So, so yeah, I watched more WCW than I did anything. I know I say Hogan was the match that you know hurt whatever, but I I think I watched more WCW than I did anything, and that was just because WCW Saturday Night was on every Saturday at at six six oh five. You know what I mean? So I remember watching that and the rivalry. I don't know if it was a rivalry, but it was just Vader. Vic Van Vader locked me in. And then the first rivalry that I remember, like now when I got to like junior high, I get to high school, like the first like big dog rivalry that made me say, yeah, nah, this this is why I watched this would have to be triple the nation versus uh, the corporate the corporation. No, 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 no. Let me, let me rephrase that. The nation versus DX. That's what it was. When Rock was still in the nation and, and Triple H was the head of uh, DX. To me, that was like, you know, the, again, it wasn't because Stone Cold was the champ, you know what I mean, at the time. But mm-hmm. that was the secondary feud. And Rock was, you know, wearing wearing his Versace shirts and all this in the nation and, you know, about to cross Farouk out. You know, it, you know, it was, and it, of course, we knew it was scripted, but it still was, you know, at the best. So that was one rivalry. And then when I came back around, and I and I always talk about this, it, it's probably like the third or fourth time I'm talking about it on the show. But when I came back around, because I was, because I wasn't even watching it live on TV. I was going to the TNA pay-per-views at the fairgrounds here in Nashville. I mean, that's how TNA started, was doing weekly pay-per-views at the Nashville Fairgrounds. So I would, you know, go to those more so than anything during the early 2000s, mid-2000s. But I just remember when I came back around to it, and this is after Undertaker was, you know, American Badass, I saw a few of those. But it was Punk Cena. Hmm. Punk Cena, and, and I haven't, and I haven't, since Punk Cena, I have not zoned out. Like I've been locked in, like 
like week on week, you know what I'm saying? I might miss a show here or there, but I've been back in the saddle since punk season. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, that was a good feud though. Yeah. It just, I don't know. It was something about, I always liked the guys who could talk. Like I always liked the guys who could talk, you know, cause I mentioned the rock, of course, you know, Flair's heyday was the 80s, early 90s. So I didn't see a lot of I saw his stuff in the early 80s, well, mid 80s and late 80s and early 90s, but it didn't grab me until I became an adult and went back and watched it. You know, Stone Cold could talk as well, but you know, Punk is right right there with them. Like, man, he just, you know, he makes you think it's you can get lost in the fact that this is scripted. I appreciate that with any performer. Like, let me let me get lost in the fact that this this is scripted. Where it's not, it's not hard to if somebody jump like put it like this. It's like this how I explain it. If somebody is is never seen wrestling before, and they and they laugh at it and hear about it, you know, because they say, "Oh man, it's fake," and da 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 da. But you show them a punk promo, you show them a Ric Flair promo, you show them a Rock promo. It's like then you get it. You know what I'm saying? Like so, I'll say it was that. I respect that. I respect that. I respect that right there. What was your choice? I mean, for me, it was kind of difficult. Like I asked, like like you just said, I thought I'm phases because you know, childhood, adulthood, and now it's kind of like different, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the first shoes that got me like real serious into it. And you might look at me crazy, but um, it was Undertaker and Kane. Nah, that was perfect. Wait, wait, he ripped that door off the off the cell. Wait, wait, what yeah. is this? <laughs> like, who is this? Like, who is this red, black, and red dude? Who is yeah. this dude? That's his brother. Like, yeah. How is that his brother? Undertaker. Wait, what? Huh? Yeah, it was one of them kind of fused, and then you know it went on for a while. And, you know, they finally got together, and you know. It worked, right? yep. so I didn't have no problem with that. And then they had another one that came around the same time, which is the never ever feud between Stone Cold Austin and the McMahon family. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't care how long that feud goes. Like it's on and off with them too. Yeah, they can be cool, they can be friends, they can be on each other's side. And next thing you know, Stone Cold is like, you know what? I'm tired. When the stone comes to you, your son, your wife, and your daughter, and I'm gonna leave. Yeah. And I'm stunned. And I'm <laughs> out of here. And then if you go to the hospital, I'm gonna beat you in the head with a bedpan. Man, that was good times, man. Good times. Yeah, that was crazy times. And you know, I was on and off and whatever, but those two fuse right there. I think those are the main two things that get me in. And the only reason why I left was because college. Right. And people, I think a lot of people weren't interested as much. Right. Like some of us, like the people I know now that are into it now, it's like, oh, cool. That's straight. And, you know, some of them now we just get close to them thanks to um, social media. So, you know, yeah, yeah, they like wrestling too. Cool. You know, we yeah. Talk about certain things or whatever. Um, 
So that was one thing, but uh, I'm going to be real. What brought me back into it before I left was two fuse again. That was Edge of Cena. Okay. Because at one point, Edge was unstoppable. Um, And then you got the craziest known as Rey Mysterio and the Guerrero. Yeah, that's about that's the one when uh Eddie was saying he was Dominic's dad or something like that. Yeah. Hey, Dominic's had a rough career, man. Like man. And <laughs> <laughs> some had your uncle say he's your dad, and you looking at your dad and looking at him like, okay, um, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. But it's real crazy how how some as came around, he's now in the WWE. Like he now yeah. has a contract. Like that's yeah. how long it's been. Yeah, and I just so, hope they keep him far, far away from Seth Rollins. I just that's my life. I hope they keep him away from. I hope that just stays away. Yeah, we don't need that ever again. Just give me Daniel Bryan and Seth Rollins. Give me that right there. Yeah, give me it right there. Just give me yeah. that. I, I know, yeah. but um, yeah. So that would be the. Brought me back a little bit, left again, but I came back and it was mostly because I started watching the ROHs and True. all the other True. smaller brands that were coming up and then get NXT in the game and I got back into it. Those keep those did and, and I and I and I left out that too. You're right. Those did bring you back, like keep you locked in because I'll say Kevin Steen versus uh Sami Zayn in ROH. Definitely kept me locked in. Kevin Steen versus anybody. I know he's Kevin Owens now, but Steen versus anybody in RH. Like, that was RH, like, you know, 2010s and the 9s and 11 and 12s. Like, they, their talent pool that they had that later on became WWE's NXT run, <laughs> if we're being honest. <laughs> their right. talent pool that they had in RH right then with American Dragon, with you know, Daniel Bryan, well, Bryan Danielson, excuse me, AJ, CM Punk. Kevin Steen, they had a run right there, dog. And, right. It, it, and that's why, and that's the main reason why RH is still running right now. Because I'm, I'm almost for certain WWE is pumping money into their company just to keep it going. Right. Because there's nobody guess, there. Right? Except for Martin, Martin, uh, Martin Guess Spurs. somebody just got signed to RH. Someone just got signed. And it's EC3. Yeah, that was the curveball because <laughs> you would think he would go back to go back to TNA to his glory days and you know and make it work, but him yeah. going to RH was was a shocker, to yeah. say the least. Because I'm just happy RH is able to stay afloat, you know, during the pandemic because right. I was more so worried about them than anybody because they you know they do their live they still travel with their live shows. And with their live show, they do like two or three tapings at a live show. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. Nashville and do six hours, and at, at, at you know in Nashville, and that's you know two weeks, three weeks of st- two three weeks of show. So you know with them not with them not having anything, I'm mm, I'm just happy they were able to stay afloat. So yeah, hmm, they got EC three, huh? Yep, prepping them now. That's I wonder what. That's you know what I want to see what they're gonna do with that because you would think he would go back to TNA and just figure it out, but or unless he's doing both of them, 
because you can do that kind of stuff when you're on those two levels. Because you can. Yeah. You can pop in and out. You don't have an exclusive contract. Yeah. No, you're right. But it still works, though. Him and, him, him and, him and R.A. still works. Um, Marty Squirrel still there. The Briscoes are still there. I think uh, last time I checked, Bubba Ray is still there for some reason. I don't know what he's got going on. Probably just talking. He still wants to be – Bubba Ray still wants to be the main guy. Like, he still wants to be a heel. He's a great heel, but in WWE, he was like, your time has come, bro. We're done here. Like, we, don't, we don't need you anymore. <laughs> but he's not ready to step away yet. So, you know, I, I get it. I, I watch RH. All right, man. That's the last question? This last question. Cool, 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 cool. Let's, let's move on then, man. My match of the week. Uh, my match of the week is kind of recent. I went back oh. and watched I know, right? I went back and watched it again. Uh, this may have been last week. I had a little free moment at work. I said, like, I'm going to check this out. At WrestleMania this year, man, the Boneyard match. Wow. Thousand Undertaker, man. Um, <laughs> what do they call him? Mega Taker. Mega Taker, you know. <laughs> Blue Lives Matter Taker. Blue Lives Matter Taker, you know. So I, I checked that out. It was cool to see, you know, it was cool to see. I still haven't finished the last ride, that that five-part thing they had with him. I still haven't finished that yet. It was good, though, but I I, I got out of there, like, episode, like, two or three, and I need to finish that up because pretty sure he's done, but, you know, still want to, you know, watch the interview or whatever. But this match, you know, this is start of pandemic. This is when we didn't know if WrestleMania was going to happen. And things of that sort, and then we had it, and we it was two night event, and at the Performer Arts Center, and they did that match cinematic style. It was the first, you know, step into the the realm of uh, what's my show? What's your show? Lucha Underground. You know right. what I mean? So it was it was, and I went back and watched. It still holds up, man. Like I know it, it was one of the first ones, and it feels like ages ago because so much has happened in this crazy world we live in right now since then but um that match still holds up all this time later and it's still fun it's still hilarious the back and forth between taker and aj they're talking it's great to see carl anderson and luke gallo still you know even though they were fired the next week like <laughs> hey we're here we're gonna get the bus kick oh yeah we're here they were fired the very next week, but it was fun to see them at that particular event. Um, so yeah, that's my pick, man. Just go back and check that out. If you ever, I know you know it's not that old, but if you haven't seen it since it happened, that's a fun match. The Boneyard match, WrestleMania this year. Yeah, good choice. I'm shocked. <laughs> Yeah, no, I was going to get real indie and do some AJ versus Samoa Joe from TNA, but I couldn't find the actual link to watch it that still works right now. That's not on, you know, TNA has their has their own app right now. They have their own app from their previous content that they have. So, uh, but I couldn't find, a, you know, a watchable app, watchable link, and nobody's going to pay for that TNA app. Let's just be honest. Like nobody. Anybody pay for that shit. <laughs> you keep that. <laughs> one of these days when we you know we when we sign our, our exclusive rights contract to do a podcast with TNA, I'll pay for it and you know and I'll watch it then. But until then, nah, Jack, I'm good. I'm good. You're straight. Be good. Um no need for me to waste Mr. Coins. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Work hard for him. 
Right. <laughs> Before we get out of here, man, Nick got something to say to the people. Um, shout out to the ladies from the show Glow. Um, from Netflix. Yeah. Okay, Glow Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Yeah. They got canceled, but at the same time, you know, they kind of showed I mean, they kind of um, what's it called? When they oh, let me see. When they were basically told that they were gonna get canceled, they released a letter they talking about they wanted it to be more diverse with the storylines for the other people uh-huh. for another season four. Mm-hmm. So that kind of popped up after the fact that they got canceled. So that's kind of messed up. But at the same time, I'm glad those ladies put that leg, put that out. Yeah, you know, the show was pretty good. Very good show. If y'all on Netflix watch Glow. I got to finish show. season three. I got to finish season three. I, I finished one and two. I got to finish season three. Season three lost me a little bit. I'm not even gonna lie. Not yeah. gonna lie. I, I mean. It, I mean, because, you know, they're doing something else. But now, I mean, I can understand where people got lost at on that, yeah. that season a little bit, you know. But it's very good. We're, yeah, but it kept happens with a hang. I mean, you know. Yeah, and it's never going to get an ending. Tiphanger. It's like girlfriend. It's never going to get an ending. Yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> like It's like every show that was on, I mean, UPN in the 2000s almost. Pretty much. I think Moesha. It's the Moisha. only one that got a final, right? Moesha in the park. No, Mo, Moesha didn't get a final. I don't believe that. No, uh-uh. Nope. I'm, I'm, I've seen the last episode of Moesha. The last episode of Moesha is um, Miles getting kidnapped. Wait, they never did another show? No. That was the end. Good night. That was the end. Wait, what? Miles yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of shows out of there on that. Like I don't. I don't even remember Miles getting kidnapped. Like. Also, I was. I remember girlfriends got canceled because you know they had a writer strike. Yeah, that hurt. That writer strike hurt girlfriends a and lot. That hurt th- and they hurt them. I heard a lot of shows. And yeah. Reality TV becomes what yep. it is. Yeah, but yeah. So shout out to the ladies of glow. I knew girlfriends never got one. Damn it! I didn't know Moesha ended with Miles getting kidnapped. Yep. The Parkers ended with we we know how that ended. They got married, right? Ogilvy and and Miss Parker. Yeah. So they got an ending. The Parkers got an ending. But Miles got kidnapped. Yep. And we're we're off the off the rails here at this point. Something I found out this week, I didn't know Girlfriends. I'm sorry, I didn't know the game was a spinoff from Girlfriends. Yeah, but I forget what episode it was on. Cause I mean, I knew they had the same executive producers and stuff like that, but I didn't know there was a spinoff. That's nuts. Yeah, a lot of show, a lot of a lot of shows came off each other. Miles got. <sighs> I, I mean, Moesha's on Netflix. Go look at the last nah, episode. I ain't watching that shit. You got it. <laughs> I take it. I got a hard enough time watching the new stuff on, on Netflix. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going back to watch no shows. I didn't. No. 
So you, you don't want to check out none of the old shows. He's like, nah, I'm straight. I need. I know. I watch. I'll I'll go back and watch the game, or go back and watch. Uh, like I might even go back and watch Girlfriends, just because I'm older now and I can appreciate it. I didn't. I didn't like Girlfriends when I was when I was when it was a release because it was a show about four women, and I just didn't believe that they homeboy was getting was 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 like a chick magnet he just didn't nah wasn't nothing about him saying chick magnet to me and I, and I couldn't get into it like i didn't believe it i just didn't believe it. he was calling his crap to me and it went no way and you know so nah i, I, I got out of i mean there. i mean he was a lawyer though true true so so the, so the bag was right the bag was definitely right the bag was right and probably would talk his way into it that's 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 the big that's Talking your way into it is a big thing. Then, you know, we're definitely not talking about wrestling at this point, but talking your <laughs> way into it is. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying all lawyers got to get the gab, but if you're one of them, if you're a good lawyer, you get people off well. Yeah. Got to have something. You're right. You, you're right, my man. You're right. All right. Now. Before we get out of here, again. We'll try again. Yeah. <laughs> You've already just threw me off with uh, y'all going, uh, Miles getting kidnapped. But, you know, other than that, you got anything to say to the people? New Jack should be in prison right now. <sighs> yeah, New Jack. Um, I get it. You've been laying low. I understand. You know, you're trying to try to do your thing. Well, no, we remember New Jack. We remember what you did. We remember. We saw it. And the world yeah. knows what you did. <laughs> <laughs> New Jack, you should be in prison, brother. Like, no, nah, it's, it's, you know, I, I get it, though. I understand. But trust me when I tell you, you should be locked up. Like, anyway. yeah. Mm-hmm. No if fans bust about that, buddy. No question. No question. It's tough. <laughs> Don't want to see no black man in jail, but yeah. We don't, but hey, man, like some stuff you just can't understand, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. You gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go, buddy. You got to go. And on that note, man, we out. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. <laughs>